of, of rapping is just it's just writing at like a very high level it's being creative with their words like everything that goes into making like a, a cool song or a cool bar is just how creative you can be with your words like there's a couple little aspects but that is the that is the main full point back everybody this is the magic treehouse and i'm your host merlin john today we're here with jack thanks for being here jack yes thanks for having me anytime so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself like who is jack so i go my name is jack gats um i'm an artist born and raised in vegas um i make hip-hop music rap music um a lot of my style kind of derives from from conscious music um, i'm a big lyricist as well so that, that's a heavy focus in, in a lot of my music so um that's a little bit about uh my my story as an artist i really like making uh, impactful music inspiring music motivational music i think that's that's a big uh, inspiration for me to keep going um i have my second full-length project releasing it's called sensing change that i'm sure we're going to talk about that's actually releasing tomorrow on um, the 29th of march 2023 so i'm super excited for that and i'm super excited to be on the podcast well we're excited to have you here and we will definitely be talk- talking about that album but i just want to touch on you making impactful music what do you think makes such a powerful medium a music a powerful medium like why do you think it's so important on today's society I think music is the uh, it's the universal language, as they say. You know, it's 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 very um, transcendent. You know, it translates across a lot of different cultures. It's very unifying. Um, I think I I fell in love with music like just just in general as like a kid, and I feel like even when you're you're super young, and whether it's what you hear on the radio, what you see on TV, what your parents play around, you know, I think it's it, it can connect to you very early on before you even understand what the words mean or how the sounds come together. So I always, I always had a such a huge passion for music, and a big reason of like how I got into into rap uh, specifically is I had such a huge passion for music, and I tried playing instruments, I tried piano, guitar, I tried tried to like produce i tried to to sing a little bit i tried a lot of different different forms of music and then a, a lot of it one I, I just didn't have the natural uh, talent for it and a lot of it it wasn't like something that really drove me so i feel like there was a little bit of distance there but once i started to learn about rap and started to become more accustomed to what what rap was and how i had this like i had this innate ability to write on the other hand and i was always a a very good writer it's uh probably like my only only strong suit in school it was always english and I was always like able to to write very uh, easily, but I never had any any passion for like writing articles or writing books or uh, doing anything journalistic. So I, I kind of had these two two things go hand in hand, where I had this this love for music and this recognition of how powerful of a medium it was, and I had this like innate ability and and, and talent for writing. And then once I kind of learned a little bit more about how rap and hip hop was created and a little bit more about conscious uh, conscious hip hop, lyrical hip hop, I think everything just, just kind of came together and it became like such a space where you can really be very detailed especially in our our, our subgenre of music you can be very detailed you could be very connecting to the person when you when you 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 tell stories you can be very um inspiring and impactful because the 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 crux of what we do is words and and you know that's that's like something i i love so much i love words i love learning about words i love seeing how i can bend words in different ways and how i can put them together to hopefully hopefully make an impact so i think 
all of that has made like my love for music be like my main version of communication and expression. It's just how like my body honestly like perceives like when I have thoughts, when I have feelings, it's my first instinct is just to convert them into music. And then hopefully the the flip side of that coin is that when I, once I put that music out, someone can can hear it and be on the other side of that coin and, and feel those same emotions. So I feel like that's all those reasons make make music a very powerful medium. That makes sense, actually, because you're just in a way you're kind of just expressing yourself through music and what you said, like it being a universal, like a cultural language. Mm-hmm. You don't know if they're going to completely understand you fully. Yeah. But they might. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's no, I understand that. Um, Just to touch on it, like culturally, besides like rap and hip hop, mm-hmm. would you growing up like did you listen to um your cultural like music or do you mind talking about that yeah yeah a little bit um my, my parents aren't very musical people uh they 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 love their their music a bit but they they were never really um showing me much music around like i think my mom and my grandma they always used to just sing a little bit like sing um you know uh like uh hindi or Tamil um uh, uh, songs to put me to sleep and stuff like that. So I think they're like culturally, I feel like that that's my strongest connection. But a lot of what I had is, it's funny enough too, but my parents would just play the radio because they didn't really, and back in those days, there was streaming. There wasn't really like any way to have like accessible music for what, what they want to play anyway. So they would just kind of just play the radio. And I have a, a an older sister. She's about um four years older than me. So then she was obviously more culturally tapped into to what was going on here. So she would always play radio stuff as well. So I think that really had an impact and especially when i talk to other other um you know people who were born here who have like american parents they their their parents were probably a bigger influence in, in another way of playing actual records but i feel like the way my, my parents would really influence me is they just kind of just played the radio they didn't even if it was maybe not the most uh parental advisory music they just didn't really even know what they, what they were saying in the song so I, I think it allowed me to listen to a lot of different music that, that would later influence in me uh and my and my taste a lot but i think it's, it's more of a thing i kind of got tapped in now that we have streaming and now that we have universal access to music i do love you know just listening to bollywood music and listening to more cultural music that um i can relate to a little bit i know it's it's become a big thing especially hip-hop for for sampling because a lot of those sounds have been been untapped for so long and you know there's this great video of timbaland like pretty recently saying how much he loves sampling bollywood music he did it for like the missy elliott songs and and stuff like that so uh you know i joke with my producer friends a lot that that's something we're gonna have to start getting into you know find some of those classic records and and start sampling them so i think it's, it's something i'm really excited for to start doing in the future yeah i mean i would definitely love to see that too just because you hear like a lot of bollywood samples and i'm just like but it's not really happening as much anymore but those beats in those bollywood songs i'm just like or the instrumentals i don't really know what to call it technically but i'm just like you can't miss with those exactly like if you listen to it just like take out the lyrics or even use just the vocals like from those like iconic like singers like Mm -hmm. You really can't mess with those, but like if you put those in your songs, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to hear that. Exactly. Well, a lot of what it, when you think of like our, our culture and, and what India has, we're, we're like a lot of our stuff is old and like we have very original instruments that are found nowhere else in the world. It's very like every we're originators of a lot of things that have not been like that are pretty much untapped and untouched for from that point on. So, you know, think about the sitar, you think about a lot of different instruments and sounds and just the way um you have what 
20 over 20 languages of of music and context and and you know different subcultures within our culture so i think there's there's this huge range of of, of untapped music that it, it is like it's not it's like a, a side goal that i have in the future to hopefully you know shine some more light on that and incorporate that in different ways of course i mean like baby sex baby sex it's not going to happen overnight but mm-hmm. like it's a it's a goal right yes yes of course that makes sense um what about going like let's talk about like when you first got into music like mm-hmm. what really led you into that direction you were talking about like writing yeah um so what led you into like oh, okay like i could like was it like i could write like a poetic flow or like mm-hmm. talk more about that yeah def- definitely like stuff like that i think as as a kid you always like tried to try to write songs or like you try to sing along i remember like a very vivid memories my, my parents would always talk about i would try to like memorize the songs on the radio like as quick as i could like i was like by the time i it came out i wanted to know every word by like the next time i heard it so i could sing along to every single word and i think i would just get really like uh, obsessive with stuff like that and i, I just loved i was sitting in front of the tv and watch like vh1 and tv and when they had the music videos playing all day so i think i, I was very obsessive with, with music around then and i think so it became something I, I really wanted to do but again like once i started like trying to play instruments and stuff i wasn't i couldn't i didn't have the knack for any of it so i was it was a little discouraging i was like okay i i love music but it's like okay there's not really much i could do and then i obviously like in in especially in those times like rap was very incorporated into stuff but it wasn't as much of like on the forefront so like you would have like an r&b song and then a rap verse in there or a pop song with like one rap verse and that's all you'd hear and i always like really liked those but i didn't really know how to like how to like quantify it and what what that would really be so i got a little bit older and then it's like i hear it all a lot more all the time and i'm like oh i'm really resonating with you know how these guys look how what they're saying everything is just like it feels a lot more me of like um what i could connect to so i think as i got into that i started just learning a little bit more and then kind of connecting the dots of like oh i'm i'm really able to like what these guys are really doing is of rapping is just it's just right at like a very high level is being creative with their words like everything that goes into making like a, a cool song or a cool bar is just how creative you can be with your words like there's a couple little aspects but that is the that is the main full point so once i learned that and probably like the third thing about like you know what i would uh uh, what I was good at and what I loved, like what I felt like I, I I really wanted to do was be an impactful person and like really try to make a change like culturally, you know, in the world, try to help people out and like kind of learning a little bit more about conscious music and how much that is like the 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 the. the crux of that as well of being able to impact other people tell your story be very relatable be very um able to connect um connect people i think that that's when it was like uh, the purpose part also kind of fell into play and it was like okay this is what i'm what i'm good at what i love and what i feel like i need to do so i think all three of those kind of came together so then I, that's I, it was very like uh I kind of got to that point. Uh, I was watching a lot of interviews of like a lot of my, that's why I have such a, a fond, a fondness for doing podcasts, doing interviews, because I feel like that when you really see the person behind the artist, I feel like I made that like human connection to them. And then I would see people like Jay Cole, people like Kendrick Lamar, Drake, like I would watch their interviews like all the time. And they would just talk about how much, um, how much they love the music, how they got to that point and like how they were able to create, you know, thinking about other people and thinking about how they can make like, you know, a positive impact in the world. So I think once I started watching those, I used to watch those interviews all the time. And like, it was like a light, light, a light flicked, you know, something just clicked in my head. And then I, I was like full in, it wasn't really like, uh, like a slow burn. It was like a slow burn, I think like in the back of my mind, but once it clicked in my head, like this is what I was going to do. I was like, I was like full steam ahead. So I started like writing songs every day, listening to all the classic albums, trying to be like as smart as much of a student of, of the game as a, uh, as 
as possible, learning more about music, more about writing, whatever I could. So I think once I started doing that and I kind of like started putting like my 10,000 hours in, it really helped like build my confidence because I feel like that's, that's something like I, I've always kind of been is very obsessive and I'm very like, I, uh, I very much believe knowledge is power. So I was like, okay, as much as I can know, as much as I can build, as much as I can, you know, get, get better at my craft, I can kind of just, uh, be, be a little bit more stronger in my foundation. So I kind of was doing that for a lot of, a lot of years and just kind of building my confidence, building my skill set. So then once I got to the point of, um, when I was a little bit older and I felt like, okay, I'm ready to like kind of go out the world. Like I'm okay. If anyone says anything bad or if they make fun of me or if like anything goes bad, I think I'm, I'm, I love this so much and I'm so confident in it that I'm going to go full steam ahead. And then obviously I've had, you know, ups and downs since then, but the overarching thing is it's been going pretty well. You know, people, people usually resonate. People usually say, you know, I'm on the right path. So I think it all worked out for a reason. So it's, it's always something that um, I'm happy to talk about. Oh, that makes me happy. My eyes are sweating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's so interesting that you said that because, um, ooh, okay. Um, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not like you like jump started this career that you're building mm-hmm. from like live concerts mm-hmm. or just like a performance. Like you actually like studied your way into it like you not and obviously like not overnight like yeah. you're like like it you took your time with it mm-hmm. like yeah. you said like watching all these interviews and yeah. things like that mm-hmm. so I find that interesting but it's just like was there a specific interview that kind of really got you or was there like do you remember any of that or like yeah. There, there's like a, a series of interviews. I'm going to say it was like, I, I usually remember like my age. Like I was probably when I was like 13 or 14. I think that was like, I mean, for everyone, that's a very like, you know, focal point of your life. You know, you're really building. It's very formative years. So I think when I was watching interviews around then, so there's like, there's this J. Cole interview with Angie Martinez. That's like, this is... um it was right after his uh his forest hill drive album but he's just talking a lot it, it was like that entire um album uh interview he's barely talking about music to be honest he talk he obviously goes into the album a little bit but i think he and the the reporter kind of have like a personal relationship like she's known him for a very long time so she's always been very supportive so he was going very deep into like just who he ha- is as a person and how much you know the music is more of his medium to connecting with people like i mm-hmm. i've also been like a, obviously that's how i got roped in as a kid is the glitz and the glam and it's like oh being a rapper is basically the coolest job on the planet but like mm-hmm. i think the the more of the purpose part when i listen to to conscious music uh ended up becoming like what i really like pushed me and wrote i really fell in love with like that's why it's like even now if i don't have the glitz and the glamour i'm always okay with that i'm always okay more because i know like i do what i love and i do like um the focusing on the the human part and that's what i always try to make it be about even when i meet other other artists that are maybe a little bit more enamored with with the glitz and the glamour i try to you know try to try to put my arm around them try to tell them you know there's there's other things in life there's you know it's it's, a, it's an honor that anyone is listening to me that i ever get to go on a stage and perform in front of people that someone ever buys a ticket with uh, with my name or anyone searches my name up on like a on a streaming service all those are like privileges to have that you know you have to work for and you have to earn and you you should never take for granted and it's not like the, the the goal is not to be rich out of this the goal is not to be famous out of this the goal is to be a a, a force of a, you know a force of nature to help people and like be inspiring and even at like the smallest level you can still do that so 
I think learning all those all those points from those interviews just like it always set me on a path that I feel like I've never swayed from because I I'm always in this for what I feel are the right reasons. So like the wrong reasons can never really, really sway me off that path. That's cool. That's really cool. And so would you say J. Cole was like one of those artists that really inspired you? Or like, were there other artists besides him? Yeah, de- definitely. There's there's a ton of artists. I, I do think he's like top top of the list. Uh, and I say it a lot too, just because of of who he is as a person. I think that's that's who I who I related to the most, and who I who I really just like fell in love with the most of just like character wise, and just like what if I if I had to look at someone in the game, like not talking about hits or stats or numbers, just like who I wanted to be on like a personal level. That that's who I would always say because I feel like he's always been a very very giving artist, a very you know very motivational stories in his music. It's always been something uh, a big goal of mine but yeah my list of inspirations uh, i think even something i've learned from him specifically as well is just i try to be super open-minded of like of like the people i listen to in rap and out, outside of hip-hop like any artist i've i've really especially as i even have i've grown older i've become like accustomed to just like listening and hearing everything and just taking what what i like from it like i i try to not be closed-minded i try to not be like oh this is better than this or uh that's trash or whatever like i i think as as long as like music is like succeeding and there's like a positive message somewhat in there it's always going to be for someone so i just think like i try to learn oh why is it for that person what is in that music that's connecting to that person and uh you know helping them out so you know my list of influences go for from Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Eminem, Jay-Z, you know, Big Sean, Wale. There's a very, very long list of like of artists, but you know, something in those Lil Wayne, Tupac, Biggie, I think something that's very um that's a shared uh thread throughout my my like top ten is that versatility and that like ability to understand the different subgenres. Cause as much as I love conscious music, I do love making the other types of rap as well and other types of hip hop. And even if I experiment outside, I do like always being very versatile and being very understanding of everyone. Cause I think that's the key to becoming like that and not just making the same type of music all the time is really being um, uh, compassionate and understanding of all the reasons why people make music, all the types of music being made from different parts of the country world, you know, whatever, there's always going to be a reason behind it. So I like to keep my list, of, my list of inspirations as, as long as I can. And I like to, to keep it ever growing as well. I'm always open to listening to, to new stuff, to always learning why people might be into it and trying to, trying to be understanding first before, before judging it. That's very cool. I think that's very cool just because like it helps you grow as a musician too, right? Just to make a new sound for yourself or yeah. like just to explore new sounds. Yeah. Definitely. So that's, yeah, that's very cool. And you've been making music, um, correct me if I'm wrong too, but you've been making music since 2018? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and your first single from 2018 was Gotta Get It. And I mean, since then, you've been consistently making music? Yeah. So, um, wait, but your most streamed song, last I checked, was Don't Miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you mind sharing a little bit about that song? Because, like, did you expect that song to be so popular? Or, like, how, tell us, or maybe tell us a little bit about how that song was created yeah, or yeah. the story behind that? Yeah, so, so I, that is a big, big song for me. I really love that song. I think, um, so, so 
and we'll get more into it, but like when I make project, when I make music, I'm always thinking in projects in project mode because I think, I think that may maybe be a little different to other people. I know some people just like creating kind of off a whim and I do that sometimes as well. But my favorite thing is to, to, you know, create in project form because I think, I think the best analogy I can use for it is albums or playlists or projects or like movies and like singles and, um, different tracks or like different scenes on it so basically you want to put together a movie and then you want to have all the different scenes you want to have like a climax you want to have a storyline to it and stuff like that so i i'm always thinking in terms of that when i when i when i come to music uh on the first most and then sometimes i'll have fun and make something off a win but that, that's that's what i'm going with first so in the creation of my last project which uh don't miss is on golden boy i kind of had i had almost everything else on the project but i remember just in the beginning i felt like it was missing something i feel like pacing wise sequence wise for the storyline it kind of just had the intro which i i really love the intro but like it kind of just got into the other pro- the rest of the project and then i just felt like that something was missing and then for me like the uh, again thinking in projects i think like you have the intro and then the second song always like kind of sets it off in, in like a different different tone like the same way the second to last song is a very good opportunity to kind of like bring it to the close before the final scene i think mm-hmm. the, the second track is is the opposite so you need to really if you've gotten someone's attention by the first song you have to keep it for the second if you want it to go all the way because if you lose them at the second like it's it's kind of over like they heard the first song they liked it and then, and then you kind of lost it so i knew i needed something like uh, some type of punch and something something there so i, I listened to that B and I, I was just like I kind of had everything else and it was just like I heard it and I knew it was something special I heard, I listened to that B and I was like okay this could be something I could do very like energetic I could kind of like just kind of really exude confidence over and really just kind of be very boastful about it have have a bit of fun with it as well so I kind of came obviously don't miss like I don't miss is a very popular popular slogan that was that was floating around the time it probably still is but you know I just kind of want to I that was a big theme of that that project was taking like popular slogans even like gotta get it was just like was like get the bread you know you wake up get the bread like you know that's just like shrug off all your issues and like so I try to like whenever I hear sayings like that that I resonate with I try to like hone in on them really get into that emotion get into that feeling and try to like thoroughly describe it and then have it in song form so whenever someone feels like that you know you turn it on and resonate so whenever like someone's feeling like oh I, I don't miss I can't miss right now like I'm, I'm feeling so good like everything's falling for me I feel like that 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 was the the inspiration behind the song so we kind of did that and then I did the music video like a year later. I know that that helped push it a bit as well, but it was very like very sports themed. Like that's when I, when I think about that song, I think of like you could, you could hear it like walking out at an arena, like, you know, in the, in the pregame warmups and stuff like that. So we did like a sports theme. I was, you know, I was playing soccer, football, basketball, boxing, did a gym workouts, everything in it. So I think that that helped push it a lot. And that that's usually that's become like, because it is a slogan, that's what people say to me a lot when I go out to shows and when I, when I see them on the street, like they, they're, they're always like, Oh, that's my favorite song so i made it a big part of my my routine i always do that song and i think that that repetition of doing it so many times kind of like stuck with people's heads and like it really helped me help me push the song a lot but yeah that's definitely like a a classic song for me at this point which i'm it's it's so funny that was a last minute addition to the project too because it it ended up being like you know something super big for me so it was like a it was a really great decision that i that i added it to it so (laughs) I, I I love I love uh, listening to that song. I love playing that song. It always it always does really well at the show. So it's definitely one of my one of my favorites. So it wasn't planned. You were just kind of like, oh, 
I I think this should be on the album too. And then it ended up being the most popular. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it's like, you know, everything happens for a reason. Like I could have been in my head like, oh, there's too many songs or, oh, it's too late to add something and stuff like that. But I'm getting better at just letting things flow. And if it feels right, it feels right. So that that was one of those times that that, that decision paid off. It definitely paid off. But that's, um, that's cool. I mean, um, what's it called? Looking at your, I was looking at your discography yeah. earlier mm-hmm. and even though that was a popular song, it seemed like in 2022 mm. was when things really started like lifting off for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you balance like your commercial success in a mm. way and your like your artist like purity? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a very valid question. It's something I ask myself a lot. I, I talk to other people a lot too because like, I think especially even like with age, like when I was super young, I was like, oh, I could never sacrifice my my artistic integrity. Like everything has to be super heartfelt, super conscious. Everything has to be. I I love like five minute like stories that are like super intricate and like pushing my my pen as much as I could to like make the lyrics as intricate as possible to show people how good I am and like how much I I can like twist words and stuff like that. So I think I was super big on that, and then I kind of like got super detached from was like oh everyone just likes numbers everyone just likes oh big catchy stuff quick stuff so i have to do that too so i was like okay let me try that so i think i went from like the two opposite ends of the spectrum and then i think i kind of find my middle ground so a lot of it is like you know it's, it's like pills in the applesauce they say a lot it's just like even if i have like a big song or i have like a a more fun song quote unquote or it's like something that's not as like directly tied into to the conscious stuff and the super heartfelt stuff that I, I i love like first and foremost i i when i'm having fun i just try to like mix it in so like like don't miss at the end of the day like i i, I feel like it's it's always been a very important song on like a heartfelt level because when i when i walk into buildings when i walk into shows i know a lot of people are are doubting me there's a lot of like you know side eyes and a little bit of like underrating that goes that goes into me because of because of my appearance because of the way I, I act or or whatever so i think whenever i I have this like exuding confidence song, this very boastful song that I hope, you know, other people can feel as well. Um, You end up feeling like, okay, this is like, an anthem almost so there there is like a big purpose for it even though i'm not talking about as as spiritual stuff as i usually do it's very uh impactful in terms of that so that's like what i do like same thing with like on site you know i'm a very calm you know well-mannered person you know i'm very very chilled out very low-key but like you know i i still have anger like any other human being in the world so being Mm -hmm. able to connect the dots in situations like that i feel like are how it keeps me having my walking that line of artistic uh artistic integrity artistic purity and still trying to you know make something that could could go viral could go you know bigger and be more commercial i think there's a there's a balancing act there and you know i think with every day i learn different ways to, to kind of balance those out i mean it just shows like growth in a way of you as an artist as well right mm-hmm. since like 2018 until well until now especially now that you're releasing a full-length album yeah. um why don't we talk more about that? What has the journey been like up until now? Like it's been three years since your last album mm-hmm. and now you're releasing this new album. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, are you discovering a new sound or more of what you like? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it like for you now? 
I think there's definitely bits of bits of all of that. So um, I think my my inspiration behind the album came like came like right after. Like I I did not mean for it to take like it came out the last day of 2020, so it's like two years and like a few months. So I didn't mean for it to take that long, but obviously you know life happens. You know stuff you want to try different stuff. So I think that all kind of went into it, but. It definitely did want to like try try different stuff. Like I I listened to my first project a lot, and I'm like I'm super proud of it. Like I'm not like ashamed to say it. Like sometimes you'll like listen to older music and be like ah I could have done this better that better. But like that project is it was me at that time, and I'm super proud of it. I think it's like there's a lot of very high level rapping on there. There's a lot of great beat selection. Like a lot of it I can like sit down and listen to it, and I'm like extremely proud of that that project. But I think it it covered a lot of my bases. Like a lot of my what whatever I wanted my project. To sound like at that time i did it so it's like how do i experiment and do different stuff from then so i think that's a lot of been over the past you know two and a half years experimenting with different stuff seeing what i like and this project like you know took a lot of different forms and initially i had this idea of doing like a bunch of eps and kind of putting it all together i had this idea of like it being it was going to be super short it was going to be like four songs and then it became like seven and then it became like 15 and then it became like 12 so like it kind of get, just kept moving all around the place because i also like I, I mean like a big benefit from like kind of growing in the music because i have a lot more friends of who make music i have a lot more resources to start making more music more readily available just so i was just making a lot of music at the time and i was just like again I, because i take projects so serious i wanted it all to make sense when i whenever i do come on so i'll like i'll take a song and i'll put it okay this will fit well with these ones so that's gonna go in this project that's gonna go in this project so i started making like you know three separate different projects and like whenever i'd make a song it's like okay does it fit in any of these three do i have to make a fourth okay where do i move all of it around so honestly right now that's why like the other two are basically done so it's like it was good to have that time because now i i have everything a lot more thought out and everything like connects very well but i know a lot of it's going to go into everything that's going into this one everything that's going to the next one and the one after that i feel like it, it was great to have that time to really like try out some stuff as an artist and then kind of be able to kind of put stuff together that that matched and felt different emotions like this one like a lot a lot of what you know i've been saying in, in other interviews and like just like the message behind the project is just like you know i i had that initial stage of that initial success if you want to call it of like what i started out doing and now it's like okay now i'm feeling like i i'm sensing the change of me going to the next level and like elevating from from where i am right now so it's been it's been fun creating the project it's been it's been a long time coming but i'm very excited it's definitely a lot more experimental definitely trying a lot of new sounds but i feel like everything works together very well and it's it's going to be a great a great transition into into the next chapter of the of the new music i'm releasing i just wanted to mention i thought your album title was pretty cool like yeah. sense wait is a sense change or is uh, sense? Se sensing change Sensing change, yeah. okay, because I feel like that's like a like you know you're changing inside yourself mm -hmm. kind of thing, right? So I don't know why I'm thinking of Pokemon right now. Uh, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's very much a butterfly in the cocoon, like like energy, like so. I completely get what you're saying. <laughs> okay, cool. I was just like Pokemon evolving, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what made you? I just wanted to ask, like mm -hmm. I know you just explained it briefly, yeah. but what made you think of that like were you just going through like life in general or like yeah def definitely i was the combination of going through life in general and i also um so the where the sense came from was like i had for my last project i had these two left leftover songs they were called um 
can't touch us and be the sound. So because they had touch and sound, it was just going to be like this fun thing of like going into the senses. And then it kind of just evolved because like I was I was just going to be like a very like you something you just saw the track list and just thought it was cool. And then I was like, what if I make a full project about the senses? Because it's like a lot of my 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 inspiration behind music is like what I sense, like what I feel and what I see, what I hear and stuff like that. So it's like, why don't I dive into that and then choose something that I, I'm really feeling, which is which is change. And it's like, you know, a lot I talk to a lot of people about it and like everyone kind of feels that. And it's like it's not just I used to just think it was art or music or creativity, but it's like you could be a bartender, you could be, you know, an accountant, you could be anything. Like, you know, you'll maybe get past the initial hump of like getting the job or passing a, a test or getting your degree or whatever. You have that initial success and then now you're into a new level and then you're kind of stuck for a little bit. So then you kind of feel like like stuff's about to change and it's a very universal feeling. So I think kind of putting those two together, I was like, okay, what can I come up with sense uh, that would be cool so i was like sensing change and then you know there's there's a, a couple different uh, uh you know plays off of that like the goal which i had the sense ep that came out i think the last time we talked which came out last may so the goal was to still kind of stick to my ep plan so it was going to be a sense ep and a change ep it's actually the first time i'm talking about it but the change ep is going to come out tonight so it's going to be sense and change so the two eps put together with a couple extra songs like stringing them all together so sensing change and sense and change and then the title track actually is called sense and change c-e-n-t-s so you know the the meaning of money a lot of it has to do with the meaning of money and the meaning of of how that has you know a, a universal impact of currency and stuff like that so that it's the it's a title track and it kind of ropes it all together so sense and change sense and change and sensing change so i think kind of putting all, all three of those together were <laughs> that's so thing. clever i love it <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for sharing that. Thank oh. you. <laughs> I'm glad that you like the idea. Yeah, I do. I love little things like that. So that's so cool. Oh, it's so interesting to see how like how other people's brain works. Yeah. So I definitely love that. That was very cool. Thanks for sharing that. Of course. Thank you. It makes me glad that you enjoy it. Because that's something I, I enjoy as well, just small things and albums. I feel like it's it shows that extra bit of care, you know, that extra bit, bit of dedication to the craft. So I, I always love wherever I can find little things like that to take advantage and really, really make something out of it. And um, I know that was just the title, but what about like, the sound for this um what can we expect i think it's it's a good mix of of what i already you know my 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 bread and butter that a lot of people would say is you know very lyrical rap very you know strong flow aggressive flow or like a little bit of my conscious smooth stuff those are probably my two most you know the the things i make the most things i love the most the things you know i'm i'm probably more more of my signature so it's definitely a lot of that it's a lot of, you know, experimenting as well. I think I, I, I took this uh, chance to, to experiment. You know, I, I had three good friends collaborate on the project. My friend uh, Gio Luna is on it. My friend Cabrera is on it. My friend Majoy is on it. So especially on those features, you know, it was, it was a good opportunity to kind of step into their world and, you know, try a little bit of their things. So, you know, there's a little bit of like a slow R&B track on there. That's that's with Majoy. It's called Need Love. And then my, my friend Cabrera, he's a very he's a very slick guy. He's a very smooth, smooth guy. So we did this song called Smell Success that, you know, I, I have a music video coming out for it as well. So I'm very excited for that. But I think that's that's a big theme in in my my sensing change. Like my first project was all me, all 15 tracks. 
a lot of rapping, a lot of all me, but you know, I've I've made a lot of great, great artist friends in the city. So as I'm changing, I want to take that opportunity to to collaborate with more people, step into different lanes, experiment with different stuff. So I think that that's that's where the sound is going with it. How did you like collaborating with like these other artists too? I think it was super fun. You know, I I've always loved um I love collaboration. It's always something like you say as an artist, oh, we'll, we'll get a song in sometime. And then like it never happens. So I think a lot of it was really pushing myself. Like, no, I have to make this happen. It's it's on me because it's going to be on my album. So I'm going to find the time. I'm going to find a way to to get these people on these songs and let's see how we can work it out. So I've loved it a lot. I think I, I really want to collaborate with a lot. Of, I have like a, a list in my phone of all my friends that like if I hear a beat and like I feel like they sound good on it, I'm going to hit them up and we're going to make it happen. So I'm, I think collaboration is going to be, be the next step forward for me that i'm super excited for so where can we see you live next well i have a show coming up on april 13th and we at the verna costera so it's in downtown it's an art district it's right behind the arts factory so we're going to be playing on the rooftop super nice rooftop um, if you find the link in my bio, uh, my Instagram at AAG underscore GTP. But yeah, I'm going to be performing like a, a really good set there. I think it's super fun. I'm going to do a lot of my, a lot of my album that I'm releasing that night. So I have a couple of my, my friends, we call that Wave, um, which is a group of, of nine or ten different artists that all came together that do a lot of great hip hop and uh, they're, uh, a lot of them are from Hawaii, so they have a lot of, uh, you know, their culture as well. So we have Dot Wave, we have Joseph Soul, David Guy, Analog Guy, and myself. So it's going to be a great show, and that's going to be on April 13th at Super Okay. And so for songs, um, song releases, updates, where can they follow you at? Uh, you can follow me everywhere at JAT underscore JTT. I'm on all streaming platforms at Jack Epps. JAT space JTT. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, so same name. Um, I have a lot of new stuff coming. I have the album, uh, Spencer King coming out, um, uh, March 29th. And then I, I'm sure I have a, a year for a lot of new ones as well that I'm super excited about. So you can follow me through it. Sweet deal. So that's all we have for this episode. But thanks again, Jack, for taking the time to be here. I appreciate this, learning more about you and, you know, just hanging out with you. But don't forget to follow us on TikTok, YouTube and Facebook at Merlin Like the Wizard. And for more episodes, listen on Spotify or Apple and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Till next time.